Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Second Breakfast with Johnny and Alec, featuring, Ooh. insert guest name here, the Triumvirate. Yay! Um, today, we have another very special guest. Um, and guess what, Johnny? Guess what? What? I'm guessing what? Final um, answer. This guest is a female well that's revolutionary we've only had one yeah. other one of those on our one of our shows yeah this one is kaylee griffith say hi kaylee hi kaylee nice <laughs> yeah i'm here um so kaylee uh -huh. tell us t tell us a little bit about yourself yeah, well, like what's your what's your major and what do you do in life? Well, my major is general biology. Ooh. Um, but I have a minor in TESOL, which is teaching English to speakers of other languages for those of you at home. Um and uh yeah, yeah, I don't actually plan on using the biology part of that. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> go teach that's, English in South Korea. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I actually have a question on my list that has to do somewhat with languagey stuffs. So okay. maybe that'll get rolled. Who knows? Mayhaps. You never know. Could be. Um, and hey, you also never know if we just like rabbit trail down into that kind of stuff. It's true. Because we like doing that on this show. Absolutely. Uh, bring some fun into the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's the sound <laughs> of fun. It's the sound of fun. Um... Kaylee! Not you, Kaylee Griffith. <laughs> I figured, because that was aggressive. <laughs> yeah. I'm next to the, the listening device. You can just listen. I can hear the squeaking! We have a dog. <laughs> and Sweet. she's just squeaking the toy, playing with the dog. And the dog's probably squeaking the toy as well, so... <laughs> you weren't squeaking it? She wasn't squeaking. Let the record show. Kaylee was not squeaking the toy. Deep breath. Oh my goodness. Good. I think we should move just straight in, get right into it, you know? Get right into it? Do you want to right. do my list first or your list first? I would love to do your list first. Okay. What if I told you I had a list? Are I you don't. serious? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, we're using everything from your list. Scrap our list. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Number 14, oh, oh, this one is one that we've done before, but I figured that we could keep it on here because, you know, there's a whole lot that we can talk about with this, okay? This is the plays the thing. We're talking plays about the theater thing. stuff again. Oh, I know that. I feel like this is perfect for Kaylee because she, she's been in theater before. It's true, I have. That's awesome. With Johnny once, actually. That's true. Mm -hmm. Whoa! We, we've talked about it one time, uh, one time on the podcast before. The trouble with summer people. I remember which, that. 
Kaylee, if you want to talk about your role in it, that would be phantasmal. <laughs> uh, so I played a character called Victoria St. John, I think, which mm-hmm. was from the other roles that I've played. because She was like middle-aged <laughs> and not like actually insane and wanting to kill people. <laughs> so I'm this middle-aged lady who um, is a little bit eccentric only because she really likes to birdwatch. Um, mm. And yeah, I came in and discovered that you, in fact, were the um, murderer. Uh, yes, yeah. I... I was the murderer, um, <laughs> which is, I mean, what what you were saying about you usually being even more eccentric in in parts that you do, and then you being the murderer. Do you want to expound on on your role that you had in one of the other plays that you were in? I can do that. Um, I wow. was in arsenic. <laughs> I was in arsenic and old lace. Uh, that was twenty nineteen spring twenty nineteen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. Which Alec you were in? I was in that. So that was fun. Brophy, right? Br- Brophy, yes. Yeah, I was. He, I, I Brophy. Handed, yeah. You handed me broth or something like the that. Soup. I handed you broth. You handed me yeah, soup. soup. I remember um, that because, like, whenever I'd go off stage after that, Abby Banks was standing there, and I'd be like, "Would you like some soup?" <laughs> she died. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, in our second old lace, I was Abby. Yes. Yes, I was Abby Brewster, the mm-hmm. um, old lady who... One of the... One of the old ladies. I had a sister, um, Martha, played by Samantha K. Noopson, my best friend in real life. Um, and she... We we performed mercy killings. So we saw old men that were lonely, and we were mm. like, hey, you know, your life probably sucks. <laughs> and so we <laughs> them. And then hid their bodies in the basement. Spoiler, if you haven't watched Arsenic and yeah, Lace, that's it- awkward. Wow. Please we watch should've... Arsenic and Old Lace if you haven't seen it because oh it's so funny. So good. That is we should have issued We should have issued a, a spoiler warning and also a trigger warning for old lonely men. Uh, yeah. Listening. If you're Whoop over the... the age of 70, you are at risk. <laughs> I mean, probably over the age of 32. We don't really have strong morality. So. <laughs> that was a you know, great every, play. You know, every time I try to explain you know, arsenic and old lace to people, they think I'm like absolutely insane <laughs> because I'm just like, oh, you know, it's a play about these two old ladies that kill old old men because, you know, they're lonely and stuff. And it's really funny. And they're like, what? My sister Martha and I, we just like to go around killing folk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, it's funny because they don't think what they're doing is wrong. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so great. Um, what what other play, Alec? You've talked about being a mermaid. I have. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite role, easily. What is your second favorite role that you've ever had okay. in a play? My second favorite role. Oh, that's that's difficult. That is, in fact, a difficult one because I've been in a lot of plays before. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started doing plays in junior high my eighth grade year we did you know one of those crappy junior high plays it's not really like an actual play the only kind that exists right um and so my freshman year um i was in anne of green gables uh and then followed that i was in a play called you can't take it with you 
my sophomore year, I was in the Great Gatsby. Nice. Pretty fun. Um, junior year, I was in Alice, and then I was in The Crucible. And then my senior year, I was in Peter and the Starcatcher, where I played the mermaid. Mm-hmm. I was in Noises Off, and which I think we talked about before. When, yes. Whenever we were talking about, you know, comedy comes in threes. Mm-hmm. Um, because that play, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and then I was in Sweeney Todd, which was great. I think, and, th- and then I, w- I was in other plays in college and still continuing on doing that. Um, but I think, I think my second, going through that list, I think my second favorite role, and really the only reason why my first favorite role is the, uh, is the mermaid is because of the costume and stuff. I freaking mm-hmm. love wearing that. And the, the kick line, oh my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> um, but I think my second favorite role was probably from Noises Off when I played as Selsden Mowbray. Um, because he, what, so, so as we said before, you know, Noises Off is a play about people doing a play, right? And so Selsden, he's a really old man, like really old. He's um, a seasoned actor. You know, he's been in tons of plays, Shakespeare, whatnot. So he knows what he's doing. But also, at this point in time, he's very hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. So he misunderstands what people say all the time, and it's so funny. <laughs> and also, he is an alcoholic. I know oh, no. Meet him. Um, <laughs> Did you say I'd like to meet him? <laughs> no, I know a couple of old ladies who would like to meet him. <laughs> oh. Um, but... Uh, it's really funny because, like, at, at some point in the play, um, a bottle of uh, whiskey is, is brought in. And basically the entire time, he just tries to chase <laughs> around the whiskey and his pants fall down occasionally. And it's it, oh, it was just that play in general is so funny. I love it. But that, that I, I really did like that character. It was called Noises Off? Yeah, Noises Off. Hmm. Okay, so Not if you haven't seen that, is off, but or noise like, is hey, off. make sure you check that your sound is on. It's the opposite of that, right? Uh, I you know, just like you say noise is off whenever you're getting ready to do a play because yeah. you want it to be silent right. backstage right, or whatnot. Right. So yes, I, I like that comment, Kaylee. That's funny. I, I now I'm just imagining that guy in that other play. You know, he just like wanders <laughs> on the stage, his pants fall down, yeah. and then the two ladies come by like, hello. Oh, <laughs> What? <laughs> it's got whiskey in it if that makes you want to drink it anymore. <laughs> oh, so good. Great. Um, I just saw a play uh, two days ago? Day ago? Days? Days? Time? Two days. If it's more than one day, it's <laughs> two days. Plural day is days. Fine. <laughs> <Smart>. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> college students um i am (laughs) i am so happy i saw the play because my brother-in-law andrew was in it and it was tale of two cities and i had never heard of it or seen it before never heard of tale of two Two cities Cities, the classic about the french revolution charles dickens right yeah listen uh 1850 what was it 1854 when it was written i don't know i looked it up the other day i don't have things off the top of my head but maybe i did maybe i just like totally pulled that out of the bag 
Who knows? I'm about to find out if I was right. Give me, give me 3.7 seconds. Now, is that the same bag that like cats, you know, come out of? No, this is a different bag. Different bag. Okay, my bad. Yeah. I get them oh, confused. Oh, was so close. 1859. <laughs> Ooh. I know. I know. There was a film about it made in 1935. That's crazy. But yes, I, I just saw it and it was super good. I definitely cried at the end because I'm a little baby boy. Um, <laughs> it was good. It was really, really good. And Andrew was the understudy to the main part. But then mm. it was at Bob Jones University. <clears throat> Sorry, I had liars. something in my throat. Mm. Bob Jones is where liars go. You say it was where liars go? That is exactly what I said. Wow. <laughs> it's a thing we say at our church. I think my brother started it. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, well, he, yes. I, I don't know how I'm going to get over that one. Well, um. <laughs> Now I feel paranoid about all my time I spent there. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> Everyone you've met is a lie. <laughs> all of the sod. Did I actually shake hands with anyone? Are they all holograms? Like, oh my goodness. Um, it was great. It was super good. Um, yeah. Anyway, what was the question that we had? I forgot. It wasn't really a question. Just you know, theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He, great departure. You, you mentioned that, that you uh, that you cried during this. Yeah, because you're yes. a baby boy. Because you're a baby boy. Um, there, I think there's only been one play that I've seen that I cried in. Mm. Maybe, maybe more, but one for sure. And that was um, The Curious Savage. Oh. Um, you see, I, I had seen a high school perform it um, my junior year of high school um and they did it really well and when i watched it like at the end i teared up a bit i didn't like full out cry but i teared up a bit and i'm like man this is so good and so then a few years later it was last year i believe mm -hmm. um maranatha performed it um <clears throat> so i got to see it for a second time and i was really worried that like i wouldn't cry this time, because I already knew everything. And so, you know, when, when I saw it and everything, I was with, like, I was sitting with David Alexander and Becca Bosey, and, mm -hmm. uh, and we're watching it and everything. And, and, like, at the end, David looks over at me, and I'm just, like, sobbing. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. no. <laughs> we did our job. Oh, it was so good. Oh, my gosh. Man. I love Go plays. Figure. And that one, I also played another old lady. Another crazy old lady. <laughs> Did you kill anyone? That's undisclosed. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, Who can really tell? Um, I think we, I think we covered that topic pretty well. It was a, it was a good one. That was a very good one, especially with Kaylee. Um, yeah, I try. Kaylee, I is there anything else you'd like to add to the theater, just in general? You know, if you if you had a drop in the bucket of, of, of theater history, what would be your one thing that you'd leave behind? I don't know what I'm saying. Good luck. <laughs> I should get sent off with good luck. Um, I don't know. Well, he, he, here, here's a question. Does movies fall there in There you line? go. Do movies fall in line? Yeah. Not in this All sense. All right. Because, um, I mean, 
we are acting in a movie. We are acting in a movie, actually. Yeah. Wait, what? So, okay, yeah, we we can talk about this. I just want to bring it up. I mean, you brought it up now. You can edit it out. I I watched enough of these. We'll fix it in post. Um, But um, yeah, so um, at our school, um, Ashley Narrett is uh, making a short film for her capstone. Uh, Nice. And so that's pretty cool. But also, Kaylee and I are in it together. We are. Um, as well cool. as a few others. It's it's called Maranatha Mystery. I think so. Something like that. I always that. want to throw murder in there. Yeah, there's I no do murder. too, but there's no murder. Um, murder! There's almost murder. <laughs> there is almost murder. Um, but, uh, but it's supposed to be sort of like a Scooby-Doo kind of thing. And uh, like... I play as kind of the Velma character, but also Kaylee kind so of I. plays the Velma I'm just like character. The be- female version of your character with, I think, a little bit more social skill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I just play as a nerd. Yeah. I think this I sounds... was typecast. Oh. <laughs> Gets to wear the suspenders and bow tie. Yeah, I literally wear suspenders and bow tie literally all the time. I'm just like, okay. It's perfect. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Good. I'm excited to see you whenever that comes out. Um, if I if I can find a way to see it, you'll 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 let me. You I know things will happen. Um, <laughs> we'll pirate it. I'll just send a little wink your way. You know. Um, go ahead and let's let's roll the die and keep things uh, chugging along, huh? All right, I'll roll the die. We're going off your list. Yes, sir. Number twelve, Johnny. Number twelve. Okay, this one's uh still kind of staying within pop culture-y things. Okay. It's if you could go on any late night show in any time period for just one episode, what would it be? Like what show would it be? And why? Why? So any okay. The way you phrased it kind of like This is the last thing you do in your because, life. Because what what you said was if you could go in any late night show <laughs> at any time period, and I'm late thinking night. like medieval, <laughs> yes, <laughs> medieval Conan, performing <laughs> the barbarian, the He's been ostracized because of the color of his hair. <laughs> Conan the barbarian. <sighs> Alex is toasting. <laughs> With our band, The Squires. <laughs> oh. Just walks into people's caves. How do you live like this? <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, as far as late night shows go. You're in a Viking ship. All these Viking ships are parked around your Viking ship. And you're just performing like a late night show for them. <laughs> Is that what you meant by the question? Like you're you make just... it sound as if that's actually what you meant. No, no, it's not what I meant at all. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, because like I used to like John Oliver before he got like super political yeah. and stuff. Like he was he was pretty funny. Um, but also Conan is hilarious. Yes. I also wouldn't mind going on Jimmy Fallon. Is that the funny one? Yes, Kimmel's not. Okay. 
Yeah, Kimmel uh, isn't funny at all. S- sorry, Kimmel, if you're listening to this. Um, you're, you're not funny. <laughs> you <won't listen>. Got <laughs> him. This. this is the last episode. You suck. <laughs> I'm sorry, pardon my language. By the time that this <laughs> podcast gets popular, he'll be irrelevant. So, ooh, come at me, we son. Cream. Yes. Remember, remember that episode of uh, of iCarly no. when they get invited to be on the Jimmy Fallon show, and so they go to New York and they're on the Jimmy Fallon show, and Gibby's pants fall down in front of the in front of the audience. <laughs> yes. Because he's wearing too big of pants <laughs> and no belt. <laughs> and he basically flashes the entire <laughs> US. Give me. <it. laughs> I, like so I also like James Corden's show, though. See, I like his. My thing oh. is, I would want to be on his show. I like watching it for entertainment's sake. He's a little bit too fake for me because I like James Corden, but on his show, I feel like he just tries to be a host. So here's my thing about James Corden. Yeah. I first saw him on Doctor, Doctor Who, Who with my man, Matt And Smith. that was, I loved his episode. Yes. It was hilarious. Yes. And then he got his late night show and I'm like, I okay, this is... I guess okay. Mm-hmm. And then he was on oh, what was the movie? The musical movie. Into the, the Disney Into the Woods. Into the Woods. He was on Into the Woods. And I'm like, awesome. okay, this is pretty good. But I really only like James Corden from Doctor Who. I, like I that's, do like that's, him that's... as an actor more than as his TV host. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was it was just weird seeing like single guest on Doctor Who become like yeah. late night. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, host. It's like okay, there is one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was just saying, Colbert is also a really good show. Stephen Colbert. Oh, hey. I like him a little less than I like Jimmy Fallon. Or, uh I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Colbert. It can't it kind of went the same line as like John Oliver, like the yeah. political. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. this is the reason that people don't like late night. Like sure. you're getting away from it is because you're just talking. You're supposed to talk about funny things that happen and like do a funny spin on things instead of just like making people sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you making me remember everything bad that happened during the day? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I came to you for laughs. Anyways, uh, James Corden, one of the videos that he did was with one of the members from One Direction. Um, and have you guys heard of the Proclaimers, the band? Yes. I oh, would, dude, I have a you great showed video. me this. You showed I me did, this video. It is my favorite video from Late Night Host. No, I no, showed you David. You were gone. I showed David that video last week. <laughs> this is so funny. And the, the name you're looking for, Niall Horn. Yes. Okay, so yeah. James Gordon and Niall Horn <laughs> do the 500 Miles <laughs> song. And it is so funny. Uh, I love it. Like I'm going to tell you guys a story real quick. Johnny, you sent me that video, and I watched it, and it was absolutely hilarious. I watched it several times over. Mm-hmm. And then um, I said to my family, I said, hey, there's a video that I need to show you guys. It's so funny. And they're like, okay, let's see it. 
And then I pulled it up on the TV, on YouTube. Everyone's, you know, in the living room getting ready to watch everything. I pressed play and we watched through the whole thing. Not a single laughter. No. And then by the end of the video, my dad's like, wait, was that the funny video you were talking about? <gasps> and I'm just like, are you kidding? <laughs> That's the worst feeling ever. Does your house have matches? Do what? Does your house have matches? Matches? Yes. As in, like, you want me to burn my house down? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. They're yes. not deserving of a house. It's <laughs> like these. That's so funny. Like that video, I'm gonna watch it right after we we wrap this. I'm I'm telling Honestly, you. Honestly, me too. It's so, it's, so, it's so funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, Bring them in. <laughs> Call in the proclaimers. So yeah, just just look up uh James Corden. And the fact that he's Irish too, it just it gets me. <laughs> yes. Oh and, Scottish. Oh, he's Scottish. I thought one uh, of them was Irish. They still have something against the Irish, huh? Okay, he's he's uh, yes. Irish. Yeah. Oh, he is Irish. Claimers are Scottish. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Claimers are Scottish. Niles is Irish. Yeah. Okay. Confirmed. I was sweating in my armpits for a second there. I'm like, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to look a fool. But good, good. Um, so what 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 was your final verdict on on which one you'd go to? We got to get these out of the way, probably, and we'll move on to another question. I'd probably do Cohen. Nice. Because, you know, he's just, he's funny, you know, and uh, I don't think he's ever gotten like super political about anything. You know, he's just, he's just a late night host and that's what he's supposed to be. He's solid. Um, yeah. Solid dude. All right, Kaylee. What about you, Kaylee? I'm going to say Fallon for the sake of having a large audience. Mm. Um, he does have a very large audience, though he is political. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, but he's also not like the most political. He, he isn't. And he's, he does a lot of fun, sketchy yeah, stuff. Right. So that's fun. <laughs> have, that's- you guys, have you guys seen the video of him and I think it was Justin Timberlake? Yes. And they were like camp, kids at camp. Friends, yes. friends at camp. And they're like getting ready to go to bed and whatnot. And they're like, hey, hey, do you want to sing? <laughs> do, do, do you want to sing? Africa by Toto, <laughs> and they look at the camera, and they're like, "Yeah," and they start singing "Africa" by Toto. It's just so funny and random. <laughs> um, I would say that yes, I, I for the same reason I think that Kaylee's saying, like, you know, to be on one of the skit things that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would do James Corden just on the off chance that he comes out with another gem, <laughs> like like five hundred miles. <laughs> He does. He's not always hilarious, but when he is, it is. quick note: uh, next time you have a chance, you need to look up Jimmy Fallon and RDJ doing their. I think it's like an allergy medication type of commercial. Absolutely hilarious. Okay. Look it up later. That's all. Deal. Deal. I'm I'm pulling it up now. So good. All right, go ahead and let's roll the die and get on to the next topic. Here we go. <clears throat> 13. Um, ooh. Build up and payoff. When you got movies, when you got TV, when you got theater, when you got anything that's like, you know, 
books even, stories. Um, something that's very important is build up and payoff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> for example, actually, really quick before I before we wander into this topic, I just want to make sure. Johnny, have you seen WandaVision all the way through? I have. Kaylee, you have not. I've seen up to episode eight because I'm trying to be nice and watch it with my mom on Sunday nights. <gasps> okay. That I is know. one of the sweetest things I've heard. So we, so we, so we were this close, this close to being able to talk about uh, it. I'm so sorry. And you ruined it. I'll put in my earbuds. Okay. We, we, won't, talk about, we won't talk about WandaVision. So but WandaVision is a factor in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so another, another example of build up and payoff is the MCU movies, you know, as a whole, Mm -hmm. um, because I, I 100% believe that the only reason end game, well, I don't want to say the only reason, a major part of the reason that end game was, as good as it was, was because of the buildup of everything that we saw in the past, in the last 10 years of Marvel, and then the payoff that Endgame brought. Yes. Um, because the payoff was so good in Endgame. You know, um, it actually wrapped up storylines. It and did. It, and it brought all of the characters together. Every right. Everyone that you had seen... Other than that one Hulk that was an imposter, uh, they were there, um, <laughs> you know. So that was that was awesome. Yeah, I completely um, agree. And it wouldn't have been as good if you hadn't had all of those movies having some sort of payoff in the end game. Um, and and you know something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you know when I when I first went and watched Endgame, um. My my family had seen it literally the night before. And so my dad called me and he's like, hey, um, when you go and see Endgame, I just want to say, and I'm like, oh, no, no spoilers. And he's like, oh, no, this ain't spoiler. But I just want to say that something happens in this movie. And this, this is my dad talking. He said something happens in this movie that I've been waiting for for a long time. And I'm just like, okay. I wonder what it is. And so I immediately knew that it had to do with Captain America because Captain America is my dad's favorite superhero. Um, And so basically I'm looking for the things that Captain America does. And so I'm like, oh, is it this thing? Oh, is it this thing? Um, There's the scene in the elevator, you know, when he goes into the elevator and there's the guys everywhere. Um, And what you think is going to happen is he's going to beat them all up again like he did in Winter Soldier. (laughs) That didn't happen. And they, you know, went the Hail Hydra route. And that was hilarious and awesome. That was great. Um, So I'm like, I'm thinking, could that be it? Could that be what he's talking about? But then by the end of the movie, I realized what he was talking about. Mm. Um, And that was, you know, whenever... um, Thanos is like on top of Thor and he's like getting ready to destroy him. And then Mjolnir comes in, smacks Thanos. And then, and then it pulls back and Captain America catches it. Because he was worthy. Because he's worthy. And he was worthy like, 
you know, the whole time. And mm-hmm. that's what my dad's like. He's like, that's what I've been waiting mm-hmm. for this whole time. The buildup and payoff because totally the buildup was there in that party scene, Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. whenever everybody's just like, oh, lift Thor's hammer because y'all aren't worthy and whatnot. And Captain America, when he does it, he scoots it a little bit. And then he backs up. And Thor's like, uh-oh, somebody else here could be potentially worthy. Now, when you first watch that, it's like, oh, he's a little bit worthy. You know? Mm-hmm. But then, after watching Endgame, what you realize is, wait a second, he was worthy the whole time. The only reason he chose... <gasps> Not to lift the hammer. I love it so much. And that's why he's worthy. Oh, uh, what a man. And speaking of which, this this actually kind of branches off into another slightly other topic with, concerning the worthiness of Mjolnir and everything. But apparently, um, in like the 70s or 80s, they did crossover comics um, with uh, DC and Marvel. And one... Wonder Woman is worthy to lift Mjolnir, which is great. I freaking love Wonder Woman. Two, there's a bit where Superman picks up Mjolnir, and he's fighting with it. But the more and more he fights with it, the heavier and heavier it gets, to to the point where he just can't pick it up anymore. So, just a little tidbit of information there. Interesting. But, But yeah, build up and payoff is huge when it comes to, like you know, movies and TV shows and stuff. Um, I feel like I'm basically taking over this whole conversation, but like, no, I mean, that's that's great. We've had those conversations. Yeah. We've had those conversations before. And And there's there's more, there's more to say. (laughs) Yes. Um, There's more examples. To give the classic example. And I don't know if this fits into what you're talking about. I think it does. The office, Pam and Jim. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Because, I mean, we start off and we're like, oh, man, Pam's life kind of sucks because, uh, you know, Roy. 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 And so you like, they build up anticipation because you're like, oh, man, Jim, Pam, it works. One syllable. Dang it, Roy. Um, Roy's also <laughs> one syllable. <laughs> <laughs> Jim and Pam, they're like peanut butter and jelly. Pam Beasley and Jim what a waste what a waste that was such a good line i love it but yeah yeah definitely that um that's kevin who says that right kevin 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 the secret genius love that man Um, i say many word one few word do trick (laughs) (laughs) sea world (laughs) um but uh you know another thing about um, build up and payoff Mm -hmm. is when it comes to jokes, right? Mm -hmm. And the example that I consistently give for this is the episode of Seinfeld, (laughs) the marine biologist. Yes, I know what that is now. Yeah, I watched it with Kaylee a couple weeks ago because it's like, Seinfeld is a hilarious TV show. I have not it's seen story. one episode. You need to. Marine biologist. You need to. And honestly, make sure that that first episode that you watch is the marine biologist, just so that you can understand what I'm talking about when I say build up and pay off. Deal. Because, you know, 
and this, this happens a lot in movies and TV <clears throat> is you'll have, um, you know, in each episode you have two, two or three different plots going on, right? You have your a bot, a plot, your B plot, and occasionally a C plot. What's great about it is when those plots intersect, mm-hmm. whether it's with jokes or just with whatever happens in the episode, they just intersect and go one way. Like another example of this is like, say in psych, you know, there, there, there have been episodes where, um, where Sean and Gus are off doing their thing. And then Juliet and um, Lassiter are off doing a completely different thing. But then by the end of the episode, they realize that their two different plots are in fact related and they go after the same guy. Mm -hmm. Happens on more than one occasion. Um, but with, with this episode of Seinfeld, <laughs> like there's two there's completely different plots going on, completely different plots. By the end of the episode, these two plots converge. And I mean, like literally last minute of the episode, like they converge and they explain something that's going on <laughs> and the payoff is huge. Oh, it's so good. And I'm 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 explaining it so vaguely because I want you and the audience listening to please watch the episode of Seinfeld, <laughs> the Marine Biologist. Jimmy Kimmel because he's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I am I'm looking up. Hold on. I learned so much that day. It's it uh, season five, episode fourteen. Yeah, season five, episode fourteen of Seinfeld. And the great thing about Seinfeld is that you don't necessarily have to watch the episodes in order because each episode is just kind of random and on their own. But it's a show about nothing. That's literally <laughs> what it is. Um, you can watch Seinfeld on Hulu, YouTube, plus premium thingy, Google Play Movies and TV, Apple TV, Vudu, which I don't promote. Or Apple, Amazon Prime, sorry, Amazon Prime Video. Is it on Amazon Prime? It says it is. I guess it's on Amazon Prime. Well, there we go. Um, so, yeah, build up and pay off. I freaking love build up and pay off. Yeah, it makes yeah. things better. Oh, another thing. You know, you mentioned The Office. Yeah. And I, I don't want to go into the running gags of The Office because there's a ton of them. But mm-hmm. one thing about build-up and payoff is specifically Michael Scott's movie. Yes. Because yes. there have been, from from season two, I believe, there have been hints throughout the entire show, just, just sort of dabbed in there, yep. that Michael's making a movie. And mm-hmm. the first episode that's, that it is, is in season two, where Michael's away for some reason, and Jim finds the script the unfinished script for threat level midnight mm-hmm. yeah. which is michael's movie and so as, as a as an office they they all read it together and it's hilarious and then they find the spelling mistake with dwight and then they yeah. find the spelling mistake Wigged. with dwight dwigged <laughs> um and so throughout the show though after that there have been little hints that michael's making a movie you know, like Michael's talking to some people and they're like, hey, you should make a movie. He's like, actually, I have one in the works. <laughs> Looks at the camera slightly. And then that's it, you know. And there's just a little history. And then finally, in season seven, after six seasons of these little hints of Michael making movie, 
season seven, there's a whole episode showing the movie that they made over the years. And it's and called the Fantastic Level of Midnight. Yes, the fantastic Fred. part is that like they filmed it, you know, quote unquote, over a long time. And so right. people are in there that, you know, we're back in season two or three or something. Right. Like that. Yeah. And so that's why I, I laugh so hard. Yeah. With, with, with Jan and Karen and Pam's mom. Pam's mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. Oh, man. Yes. I, I love that episode. And man, season seven as, as a whole, it just was, it was a great send off for Michael Scott. It really was like, they did a good job. I wish they had paid him more money. The airport scene with Pam's shoes in her hands. Yikes. Oh, Oh. so good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh man. Yeah. I need to keep watching the office with, with Kaylee. My wife. My wife. My wife. (laughs) My wife. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Man. All right. Yeah, well, I, I, I could talk more about this, but uh, let's move on to a different topic. <laughs> we yeah, have numbers was, excluding <laughs> 12 through 14. <laughs> that was good. That was a very nice one. I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, Johnny, I believe it's your list turn. Aye, aye, Kevin. Raw the dice. 15. Are you kidding me? 15. 12, 13, 14, 15. This is actually the question I was talking about, Kaylee. What? Oh, my wife is in the other room and she just said, what? <laughs> no, not you. I'm sorry. I love you. There are just so many. <laughs> How do you spell your name? I knew that question was going to happen. I was gonna... It is C-A-E-L-E-Y. And if memory serves me correct, your wife is K-A-Y-L-E-E. Correct. Wow. Get Done. You are you're good. Goodbye, Sid. Thank you. I that was tried. a good one. Proud of you. Um <laughs> how many psych references now? That's that's the that's gonna be another one of the running running gags. I'm gonna break before I actually, <laughs> I'm gonna break from the question that I have for one other side segment that we had that I want to bring back, and that is haiku time. You must come up with one haiku. Now, and then we can move on to the next question. So, first, we'll go with Alec. Oh, okay. Um, when I was a boy, I loved to build my Legos. I still do today. Beautiful. I will go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the snapping. Yeah. Inspiring. Um, okay. I can play guitar. I don't play guitar that well, but I like guitar. That's good. That's very good. Boom. All right. Thank you, Thank you for the snaps. Kaylee? How do you make haiku? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's all about syllabus. Uh, hang on. Yeah. Okay. Five. Seven, then five syllables mark a haiku. You, um, hang on, what what was it? Hang on, hang on. I'm quoting Avatar here. I'm pretty sure you guys are just doing magic. Hang on, and I, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Hang on. There's a there's a guy on YouTube, and I don't recommend pretty much any of his stuff. But he taught me how to do haikus incredibly fast. Okay, okay, easy. here we go. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this oh, just sorry, real quick. Sorry. It's um, it's like five five seven five, right? So it's da 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 da. Da 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 and that's a haiku. So you can just go. I've got a phone right here. One, two, three, four, five. The phone in my hand is real nice. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I turned on my phone. One, two, three, four, five. Boom. Also, the avatar quote, I found it. Five, seven, then five. Syllables mark a haiku. Remarkable oaf. <laughs> that's it that's it too and so either way you want to remember either through a fantastic children's song or a raunchy bad youtuber that i will not name um okay. he's not that bad but he just uses a lot of language and i was a bad little rebellious boy back in the day you know and still am. Still- <laughs> <laughs> you got it baby um yeah but yeah five syllables seven syllables five syllables I did go outside. Outside was really nice. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Inside is not yes. (laughs) Outside is not yes. She's a genius. Say that again. I did go outside. Outside was really nice. Yes. Inside was not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's poetry. That's, that's, poetry that's, is not my jam. Okay. Ah, uh, poetry jam. Okay. Sorry, okay. Anyway, this is the actual question now. What second okay. would you like to have in your back pocket? And I said it like that for sake of saying things like that. Um, no, pretty much what I was going for was you have this at all times. It's not what you primarily use it for. Like, you're not going to go to that country or whatever. You have to stay in America. But what, what, what language would you choose in the state that you're at right now? Okay, you cannot move the radius of which you can move. This is not in the question. I'm just making this up on the fly. <laughs> it's 100 miles. From right, right where you are. So, what, 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 uh, which one do you do? So, are you saying that only in that one hundred mile, um, only in a one hundred mile radius, you will have another language fluently? We will be able to speak that. And is this excluding languages we might already know? Correct. Okay. You could post things on the internet with the language that you know. You just can't leave or communicate with anybody outside of that. So, say you go. Oh, I got it. I got yeah. it easy. Okay. Um, Elvish. Hey. <laughs> Start a YouTube channel. There you go. Alec and Elvish. People would be a big fan of that. That'd be huge. I mean, Tolkien is, is a genius. Mm-hmm. So. Love it. Um, I'm going to say Mandarin. Yes. Like the like... oranges. Yeah. Because it's like useful. But also, Chinese characters are super cool. Mm-hmm. So I just be able to write crap, and people are like, whoa, what is that? And I go, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> I like the northern accent with that. Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fantastic. Um, 
I would probably choose. Oh man, I wrote this question down. I didn't really think about it. Uh, that's too bad. I'd probably go with like German or something. That'd be pretty neat, mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah, people that yeah oh yeah you yell at people in German people just think you're crazy. There you go, there you go. If you have, I mean, it's a good thing I didn't. Whoa, no, actually, hold up. I did not take Spanish in school, so I would pick Spanish because that would be the most helpful here in Alabama, because there are people that are are Spanish speaking, and because I never learned Spanish, I could I could take that in my back pocket. Boom, easy. I cook French because French is objectively better. I took Italian because it sounds better nice. <laughs> you see, I so so in in junior junior high, my eighth grade year was the first time that I could choose to learn how to speak a foreign language. So I said, "Hey, I want to learn Spanish," and they put me in French class. Um, they knew what you needed. <laughs> I did not want French, <laughs> and so. Freshman year of high school, I'm like, okay, I'm doing Spanish now. And so I got Spanish. And then I think it was my I took I took Spanish the next like through my junior year. Junior year was I took Spanish three. And that that was it. After that, I I then forgot everything about how to speak Spanish. However, I did get one thing out of going to Spanish. And that was my junior year. Whenever uh, I did Spanish, uh, we wa- we started watching a Spanish TV show mm-hmm. called El Internado, and it's super cheesy, but like actually really good. Like I really like the story and everything. Mm. Um, me and my mom ended up watching it together all the way through, and it was it was great. Good. Uh, also, fun fact, you know. She she's she's a pretty she's pretty new to like the Hollywood movies, but uh, oh, what what's her name? Um, she was in uh, Knives Out. Um, and she was also in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Hang on, let me check real quick. Ana de Armas. Yes. Oh, is she the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this one. Yeah. Yeah, Ana de Armas. Her breakout role was in Ellen Tornado. Oh. She was she was like a main character for several seasons, um, and uh, yeah, it was it's a really good show. And then you know she became a big Hollywood actress. You know, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Knives Out. What happened to me? She was what in happened to you? yep a movie or two with. Uh, Oh, was it Keanu Reeves or something? And I'm but saying, yeah. with you guys in the short film that you're about to be a part of, just be ready for that. You know, <laughs> this is our breakout. Don't let the man. Did you know them when? Uh, I took French for six years, but forgotten a lot of the important stuff. So, not very conversationally apt. <laughs> and I can read Korean. However, I cannot speak Korean. Yeah, I. If I were reading or listening to a conversation in Italian, I could probably pick it out. Like, but yeah, I, I I remember one time I was at a McDonald's and I was working there, and this was when I was like sixteen, and there was a group of Europeans that were there at McDonald's. Beautiful. Pardon. All right then. Uh, there was still down. They were all. Also- <laughs> what? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> 
there okay there is there has been more than one occasion where i <laughs> so johnny you know me i burp all the time amen um there has been more than one occasion where i have burped and kaylee has been downwind of me downwind there is a fan <laughs> that, is a... that is oscillating <laughs> Me and Kaylee are right in front of each other, and there's a fan that's blowing right towards Kaylee. <laughs> I'm okay. Anyways. Back to what you were saying, Johnny. Sometimes I burp, and then I grab the burp from the air and throw it in my wife's face. Um, so I understand. Um, <laughs> there was a group of French people that came to McDonald's for some reason at like 2 o'clock, because that was when I was checking oh, in. Oui, oui, monsieur. And they were eating their McDonald's croissants, and I was there. <laughs> Just pronounce it correctly, Johnny. Croissant. <laughs> French. There you go. I went in and I asked one of my coworkers, hey, are there any Italians in this group of Frenchies? And she said, I think there might be an older couple in the back that speak Italian. And I'm like, oh, boy, buddy, boy. And I go over there and I'm just like, buongiorno, come va? And they're all like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> they start speaking to me in Italian. And then I'm like, I'm only understanding. I, was, I understood about like half of what they were saying. And I tried to respond in Italian. I understood more than I could speak. So I felt so bad. Like, but they were like, oh my goodness, it's so nice to meet you. Most people have, you know, dreams of going to America. And I told them that one day I really hope to go to Italy. And they're like, oh man, it's so, so cool to see young people that like have dreams to go to our country. And it's so, so nice. And they were just the sweetest little <laughs> Italian dudes. The husband like didn't talk at all. He was just like, <laughs> drink <laughs> but she was so nice i think his name was like Luigi. johnny you said that they were the sweetest little italian dudes and me and kaylee both looked up like uh no no one was a woman and the other one was a male why are you gay who is gay you are gay. <laughs> um, that's a funny video. That is a funny video. Um, but yeah, that's that's really where it came in handy. Has there ever been a time, Kaylee, that the French that you took has like really made a difference, or like you've been able to use it in some sort of capacity since you yeah. learned it? I went to. Um, it wasn't my senior year, but my friends were a year older than me, so we went to the UK um, for our senior trip because they had an uncle who lived over there. So it was this group of five girls, and we chilled in London for, like, a week and a half. Um, no, it was really, like, two weeks. But one day we spent in France. We took the train over there, and no one knew how to order food. And so we walked into this, like, side cafe thing, and I got to order everyone's food for them, which was super fun. Um, and, yeah, it was just you had to rattle off food and numbers, and it was great. And I thrived. Did you get to say omelette du fromage? I did not. Omelette du fromage. Avec du fromage. 
but wow. yeah, it was it was fun. And then we got to sit in another cafe and listen to French people badmouth us because they knew we were Americans. <laughs> <laughs> no one else knew what they were saying, but I was like, those are some ni- not nice words. <laughs> Excuse me. <Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. That is cool. That is really cool. Alec, have you ever had any experiences using your Spanish? No. Wait. Okay. <laughs> oh. Right then, I did. I was, okay. Um, as I said, I think it was in the last episode. Um, my mom grew up in Colombia on the mm-hmm. mission field, so uh, she uh, she speaks uh, Spanish. Um, I I don't really speak Spanish. Um, but there we we did get to go um, visit my grandparents in their like last year as missionaries before they retired. Um, and so we, we went to Colombia for like two weeks and, uh, I didn't really speak any Spanish while we were there, but, um, other than, uh, no habla espanol, you know, (laughs) (laughs) el baño. Um, but, uh, but no, that that was, that was a really fun trip. I'm really glad that I, I got to do that. Um, that is cool. So, no hay nada que no puede hacer. Mi Dios es tan grande. My God is so big. So strong. So That's Portuguese, though. <laughs> I'm telling you, is it just me or does Portuguese sound like Russian? Have you ever listened to Portuguese and oh, then listened bit. to Russian? It's just it's very like, like in the back Russian. of their throat, you know? Or is it Russian? <laughs> Johnny, Johnny boy. The pipes, the pipes. <laughs> they are calling me. All right. Well, I think, I think that we're out of time. Man, time flies when you're having fun. It really fun. does. I saw the wings. What? The wings of time. Oh, they're flying. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Uh, I got you. Uh, got you. Um, so, um, thank you very much, Kaylee Griffith. Thank you. Um, for being on this podcast. It has been a You're welcome. Honor and a privilege. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again sometime. I'd love it. Yeah, it's been uh, great. So, um, thank you to Eric Fausto again, mm-hmm. um, for, uh, making our theme song. Uh, it's great. It's Love it. It's just very fire. Yeah. Many um, people are saying it sounds like us. It sounds it, like yeah, Bob, yeah. and it, it sounds just, kind of funky and weird. Yes, yeah, it's a funky weird bop that yeah, yeah. That me and Johnny just sort of bring as people, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, um, I don't think I've mentioned this, but Eric Fausto does have albums on Spotify that you can check yes. out. If you just um, his I name. Think, I think oh. one of them is called like corn is a fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, then I can't remember what the other one's called, but, um, and one of the songs that he made, uh, is actually featuring Johnny and his friend Hunter. Yes. Right? The country song. Correct. Yes. yes. Country song love. Um, so yeah, check those out. Um, thank you to hope Holloway for making our art. Um, hopefully we'll have her, on 
the uh, on the podcast as a guest uh, sometime soon. Thank you to uh, Sing Rat for being our <laughs> mascot. Hopefully, we'll figure out something for you. I, w- I want to do some merch that has like Sing Rat on it, like nice. a T-shirt. If we got stickers with the rat on it, then yeah, that would be it. Stickers with be sting rat. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how to use glue. Hashtag sting rat. Hashtag sticker gang. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's right. Did I say sting rat? You did. Hashtag sting rat. <laughs> hashtag sticker gang. Um, Kaylee, do you have any plugs? Um, I want to say thank you to my parents who birthed me. Good. Um, hair. Hair plugs. Speaking of yeah. hair, moving thank, that for thank you. Thank you. Um, Wait, hang on. Yeah, that didn't I can, I can okay, feel it. It's yeah. Gone. Okay, there you go. Uh, no, I don't have plugs. You don't have plugs? I, uh, no, I'm not on Spotify. I mean, you could look up my name and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what the results Maybe are. Maybe I made a song in my sleep and posted it. Who knows? If you haven't listened to it, the song Moscow by Auto Heart is fantastic. <laughs> okay. It's, hey, you can plug it's yeah, whatever. Um, do, do you have like social media that you want to plug at all? Oh, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Woody Woodrow Gangles. I think that's um, it. Yeah, but my name is Kaylee Griffith. Starts with a C, ends with a Y. That'll probably be easier to find. Yeah. Also in the middle, it's A-E-L-E. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hard part. This is the hard part. <laughs> all the vowels. So, yeah. Nice. I'm on Facebook. Don't follow me there. Cool, cool, cool. Johnny, do you have any plugs? Um, I gotta go number two. And <laughs> well, we'll, we'll uh, Joe, Joe Crusher. Oh, sorry. Joe Crusher on YouTube. If you haven't already watched every single one of my videos, then just go ahead and do that right after this podcast. Um, or listen to more of this podcast because every little bit is an encouragement to Alec and I. So we appreciate you really so much is. for for listening and for just being a part of this whole ride. So thank you very also, much to all people. Also, can I just say that uh, the best way of uh, getting this podcast out there is by telling people about it. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoy the podcast, tell people about it, let them know so that they can do the podcast. Follow us on our Instagram page, um, Second Breakfast um, with Johnny and Alec. Uh, the username is JNA underscore triumvirate. Um, that'll be cool. Um, you have two ears. Go tell someone else who has two ears. Exactly. You, yeah. Wow. Um. So. Well. Uh. <clears throat> you know what they say. Outside's nice. Inside's not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Go number two. Try number one.